Welcome to episode 30 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation. As VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. Uh, Seb won't be joining us today because he's working, so it's just the two of us. Uh, so we'll see if maybe it will be a shorter version of our podcast, but we'll see. We have uh, a lot of things to discuss, so Fabia, if you want to start, please. Yeah, thanks. Uh, episode 30. That yeah. Um, okay, so we are on September 26, um, and uh, tomorrow is uh, the MetaQuest uh, conference, where we think that the MetaQuest 3 will be released. And there will be there, there have been a, a few uh, leaked videos and rumors about the details and um, of the MetaQuest 3 hardware, and most importantly, the quality of the mixed reality uh, pass-through mode. So just a, a bit of background, uh, there is a high expectation on this device because it's uh, it's supposed to be the most affordable um, mixed reality headset uh, currently on the market. Um, so um, we can see here that if, if the this video is accurate, um, it's actually uh, quite impressive. Um, the, the the quality that can be seen through the uh, here. Okay, let me play it again. So um, you can see that um, uh, application that is called Campfire. It's a collaboration um, working um, application and. If, if you look at the video, which is the pass-through video, um, it's very difficult to see uh, the usual distortions that can be seen on a pass-through video. So again, if this is really accurate, um, I think it's very encouraging to see uh, such a good quality on, on the MetaQuest 3. Um, and uh, so we'll know more tomorrow. Um, but um, um, yeah, that was the main um, thing that I wanted to discuss is the quality and related to that, <clears throat> if the quality is actually matching the expectation, um, I'm curious to know what you think is, has the MetaQuest 3 the potential to become really like a big um, hit? Um, maybe, I don't know, even more than the MetaQuest 2 uh, because it will be the first affordable um, AR, uh, MR device, and uh, how <clears throat> the mainstream uh, users will um, uh, adopt this technology. Um, because for now, most of the uh, normal users have only used uh, VR instead of uh, mixed reality. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm curious to know what you think on these two points and we can, we can discuss that. So, yeah, uh, so this is the first time I, I've seen, I'm seeing this uh, video because uh, I, I went through this. But yeah, the, uh, as you mentioned, there are lots of expectation towards Meta as it would be the first new headset uh, release after the announcement of the Apple Vision Pro. So of course, um, 
it's uh, the the mindset of the global community and people in in general is uh, really oriented towards mixed reality slash uh, augmented reality. Um, we know that it was not uh, specifically as a target for Meta at some point to do uh, this kind of um, augmented reality representation. It came from uh, the fact that people modified the, the Guardian um, on the Quest 1, 2, and the Quest Pro as well. And we know that as it was not meant to do mixed reality, the quality and distortion was pretty bad, <laughs> to be honest. So this is the first time that we'll see what the dev team of Meta can do with this uh, mixed reality uh, goal in mind. Um, so very interesting to see that the well f first of all the the first video the, the very first video we we've seen uh, we saw about the quest pro with mark zuckerberg was well completely oriented towards a mixed reality experience so we can hope that they uh, they did all they can they could for 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 the the headset to work that way um Indeed, the, the video is very interesting. Uh, we can see that all the basic uh, collaboration tools that we've seen in VR for the past years uh, are, are present. Uh, it it kind of looked like the kind of experience as we, we, we could have uh, wanted with the HoloLens, uh, despite the fact that there, there is a, a key all effect with the HoloLens 1 and 2. And there won't be one, uh, hopefully, with the meta. Um, however, uh, I, I may be a bit cautious about the, the final runnering because I, I really don't know how they, they capture uh, this video through the headset. Uh, how can they say that it is uh, from, yeah, from the user's eyes? Uh, I. I think this is more a spectator view that we, we've seen on the HoloLens as well. And of course, the result is better because you don't have the limitation of the field of view. Um, and um, so, yeah, very interesting, uh, but I'm, I'm not quite excited now. Uh, I'm really waiting for, for the real <laughs> distortion and user uh, use case to see if it's uh, working as well as it is uh, shown right now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's also interesting to see that. Um, I, I think we mentioned that in the latest pod podcast, or maybe two weeks ago, it was that Meta has released a video of um, uh, Meta for Business, so the use of the Meta Quest Pro for business. And here, it's a business use; it's not a game. Um, so, like a collaboration uh, experience. Um, so, I, I wonder if. I don't know if it's an intentional uh, leak or, or not. Um, but it's interesting to see that more and more uh, industrial usage of meta um, devices are starting to uh, to rise. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm actually pretty excited for the release tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. That, yeah, uh, because also this is. The, the, 
the first time we've seen real footage of it. <laughs> uh, they, have, as we mentioned previously, there they uh, they didn't make a lot of communication about this headset, which is very strange at some point. We we haven't questioned the fact that the, the headset was ready at some point <laughs> because they, yeah, they they didn't show much until now. Uh, so uh, maybe they are doing. Uh, their Apple way of announcing new products without any much information and doing the big reveals the day of the release. Mm, well, we, we'll see, but yeah, the, the fact that you are mentioning the professional use case is, uh, is a very good point. Um, we know that uh, Meta is searching for community and new, uh, uh, and new users. Uh, we also know that they maybe reached the with their previous headsets. They they needed to do something more, something more innovative, because doing a Quest Three that would be the same as a Quest Two, but just with a little more resolution and maybe better lenses, uh, it uh, it wouldn't have been enough to capture or to to gain a better or bigger community. So uh, they had to do these. Uh, new feature which is mixed reality um, and of course they maybe now know that the professional community is a stronger is the strongest one and this is where they could make some real money as well uh, because when you have a, a big player a big industrial player uh, liking a device it would be by thousands or millions of uh, uh, units and um, and they can uh, yeah, make the the whole game a whole better uh, by bringing uh, a lot of uh, development power as well to, to develop new new features and new new application for the headsets. So very interesting to see what how the community is welcoming this. Uh, I think that. Um, we mentioned the expectation, but I, I guess they don't have to to do the perfect headsets uh, yet to be successful because uh, the, the expectation is so high toward the Apple Vision Pro. We just need something that works like the <laughs> Apple Vision Pro uh, and with, with good performances, maybe not um, the perfect graphics at some point, but yeah. Uh, I, I think that the, the bar is not too high for them to, to be successful uh, right now. And we, we mentioned the, the Lynx R1 as well with their missed, I guess, I guess a missed opportunity because they, they were alone on the market for quite some months now, maybe three or four months. And uh, they could have uh, killed the game at some point. In, uh, and uh, but yeah, they was not they were not uh, able to to deliver the the high number of headsets that they could have uh, sold. So that's a pity for them. I hope they they recover and and be able to deliver uh, large batches of headsets. And uh, it would be very interesting to see the comparison between the Meta Quest Three and the Lynx R One at some point. So. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, if uh, someone is not happy about the timing of this release, it's uh, it's a links indeed, um, because they 
just started shipping, I think one month ago, if I'm correct. Um, so as you were saying, like if they were able to to ship like um, maybe one year ago or six months ago, they would have a much larger um, timeline media presence as well. Um, so yeah, it would be interesting to see uh, something, the hand tracking also on the Quest 3 um, because the Lynx has a hardware uh, device to track the hand. Um, so that would be interesting to see. Um, uh, um, and uh, the the controllers as well on the Quest Three. So um, um, hopefully they they are as good as the. I mean the the, the latency uh, is as good as the other devices because they are not the a ring on top of it. So hopefully tracking is good. Um, so yeah, a lot of things to. Um, and probably we will discuss that next week. And a lot, lot of things to uh, to expect and to, uh, uh, to 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 assess which one is the is the best. And and also something that uh, I just remembered is the if we talk about business use case, um, uh, the device management is very important. So hopefully uh, Meta has some kind of. Uh, capabilities for device management on a large scale. Mm -hmm. If you want to manage 20, 40, 50 devices, uh, how how will that look on, on the Quest 3? Yeah, especially if you want to do collabor collaborative uh, application yeah. as, as they are showcasing uh, in the previous video and this one as well. Uh, just, yeah, just a bit of information. Um, I saw that the CEO of Lynx uh, talked about their um, production power and they said that uh, they will be able to um, deliver the all the previous orders of the it was not kickstarter but yeah it's a collaborative campaign uh, they will be able to to deliver by the end of the year so they are targeting december for the first backers and then they have to address their waiting list so maybe they'll be able to yeah, ship everything by mid 2024, which is very, very late uh, at my point. So if you are trying to order a Lynx R1 now, you won't have any, yeah, any expectation to, to get this before mid 2024. And uh, so if you are in a hurry uh, and if Meta is answering your need, maybe they you just have one one choice at at this point. It will be meta or nothing. So, uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a pity as as I said for for links. Um, the other thing, yeah, if, if we can list all the things that we'd like to to that where meta, we have a lot of questions about the Meta Quest Three is as you mentioned the the controllers, the tracking, and as well the fact that the cameras are not directly in the same line as your eyes. We, we discussed it a lot during our last, uh, the latest, uh, the, the other, other, other podcasts. So we'll see if it is possible to, to eliminate all the distortion uh, because we, we know that uh, a lot of people in the community say that it's like quite impossible to have a perfect uh, video see-through technology uh, if the 
the cameras are not aligned with your eyes uh, on the hardware part. So very interesting to see if uh, Meta developers uh, find a solution to reduce uh, this this distortion and produce a high quality uh, rendering. So uh, for my part, this is where I'm, I'm really, really expecting Meta to, 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 to provide um, a good uh, good software uh, application. And uh, yeah, the, the distortion will be uh, the, the main part uh, of the, of this device to know if, he, if it's uh, uh, something that uh, is uh, you you can work on, or uh, uh, if it's not. So this is my my main expectation for for this SS, uh, because as as I mentioned, I'm, I'm I, I would like to try the Linksair one, so I'll be waiting for some reviews as well. And I the the, the choice is between those two headsets for for my next uh, hardware device for for me to work on. So. Uh, We'll see in the, in the upcoming weeks to see which one I'll I'll prefer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, uh, we have one, so we'll uh, we'll uh, Seb will test it for the next few days and weeks, and we'll get uh, a long topic on that. I think. Mm -hmm. So keep uh, keep keep it posted. Keep it posted. We we have a uh, links R one review in the following weeks yeah uh, so just uh so for for my part i'll be showcasing uh what i've done on the new brand new gaussian splitting algorithm uh you may have heard that this is a so some some people consider it as a new revolution for scan, 3d scans so i tried it and i would like to present you what are my uh my feedback and reviews about this but first uh, I'm just have to, to launch a bit of uh, console uh, prompt and so on so just uh, uh, while I'm doing this uh, maybe do you could you give us your insight about uh, the the unity situation we can we we heard that there's a kind of back backtracked on a lot of uh, Things that they announced for for the licensing fee and licensing uh, uh, costs, uh, especially the the kind of very weird way of uh, counting the installation and uh, making the developer pay for the user that is installing and then install and installing and then install their application. Uh, that could have been very uh, very bad for especially small to medium uh, studios. Uh, we know that the VR community is especially impacted, would have been especially impacted with this uh, new um, way of uh, paying some fees and licenses. So if you do you have anything to say about this, uh, Fabien? Uh, yes, so I, I don't have the exact details of this uh, new pricing. Um, uh, so, but something, there are a few things very interesting about it. So first, the um, uh, announcement of this uh, rollback and updated pricing structure was not done by the CEO. So um, that gives a hint as to um, uh, how the, the communication was handled and how the leading team is maybe has lost 
simply a lost trust from the developers. So after after the this blog post announcing the updated pricing, um, I was pretty surprised and actually quite happy to say to see that the reaction and feedbacks from the community of developers was actually mostly positive. So um, the 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 worries that many studio had to first face many uh, unexpected costs and maybe to have to switch to a new engine so to change the pipeline and everything that is around that uh, change of technology. So I think that relief was uh, really seen into the comments, but still, still I think the the, the trust of the development community into the leading um, committee in Unity is is lost and will take a, quite a long time to uh, to heal. So um, yeah, yeah, that, that that's my feedback from what I've seen. And I've heard I've uh, heard from other developers as well. Is that um, mostly it's quite a good news. Yeah, maybe on uh, I I went for to to LinkedIn and some forums as well, and the the, the community is very uh, like there are div it's it's divided in two two camps now. The ones that are released, relieved to, to see that Unity is making some effort and then saying that, yeah, well, we can continue um, to work with Unity. So we'll see what they are doing next. And then there are the other part where, as you mentioned, the, the, for them, the trust is completely lost. Uh, they've seen that Unity from one day to another can change completely the rules without any uh, good communication if we can say that um, so they are feeling the the threat of this so a lot of uh, I, I don't know if you you've seen on youtube as well there are now a lot of tutorials and, uh, and also some reviews of what godot can do uh, there is a big push on how to convert your unity project to godot or unity project to your unreal uh, and so I, I don't know if it's uh, some it's like, a, like an opportunity for some streamers or YouTube video creator to, to create some com some content and uh, yeah, uh, exploit at some point or uh, use the fact that a lot of people are trying to, to move from Unity to another platform. Uh, so yeah, Unity won't die tomorrow because of this, because they have lots of uh, very uh, strong partnership, especially with Apple for the Apple Vision Pro uh, development exclusivity. But yeah, they, they may, it may be, there may be some uh, impact of this in the coming months and years. And uh, when the, this is a global image of the company that is uh, impacted. So it can meant, uh, it can mean uh, impact on the commercial side, but also on the on the employment side, uh, because people are maybe not that willing to to join uh, the Unity company when you've seen this kind of miscommunication, and it's not it's not a good message to to developers that will want to to work for Unity, 
Uh, we've seen that for here uh, with Ubisoft as well. Uh, after all the the drama about uh, the toxicity of the the working place, and uh, uh, just for for the information, right now uh, in Canada, the, the uh, Ubisoft wants uh, their worker to come back to work, physical work, uh, two days uh, per week, and a lot of people are now afraid of this toxicity to come back because as we everybody were uh, was um, working remotely. There was a, this kind of situation was not there anymore, and people are, yeah, a bit scared or afraid that uh, it might come back. Uh, it may come back in the next uh, month. So you can see that the whole image of a company is very, very important. Um, so yeah, we'll see how it will be done. But uh, they have uh, the Unity also have uh, has a, a lot of pressure. Um, for them to make money at some point because they never did <laughs> for the past uh, 15 or or so years so at some point they will need to to make money and make profit as well so this is maybe the most threatening threatening part of this situation is that they need to make money fast they need to prove that it's a sustainable company and with this kind of uh, event uh, it will be very hard for them to do so in the in the short term okay so i'm ready uh, to share this so this is your video and this is mine okay so as uh, i mentioned i tried the the gaussian splatting algorithm uh, i do i did two tests because it, it took me a lot of time <laughs> So the, we've seen uh, last week that some people use the 360 cameras to, to make the, the, the capture of their uh, environment. So I, I decided to try that because I've never done this before. So I got a 360, it's a Gear 360 camera that I got it for $50, $50 on Marketplace. Uh, the interesting thing about this, it can do uh, 4K video recording, so very interesting uh, for the price, especially. So I did a very quick turn of uh, turn around. Well, I walk around my my uh, backyard, uh, recording this. Uh, it was a one minute shot uh, of this of uh, of the of the environment. And then uh, started the conversion and uh, all this uh, joy to make it compatible with the Gaussian splatting. So just to, to show you the result. Uh, as I'm streaming, uh, maybe there will be some lag, but yeah, it's it's really, uh, it's a real time rendering. It's, it's completely fluid uh, on my computer right now. So the, the, the main issues I encounter with this is that when you are doing 360 capture, so you have a number of frame, frame uh, of your video to, to consider. So uh, this is, a, as, I, as I said, a one minute clip. So uh, regarding how many picture you want to, to, to use, uh, it will, well, we create a lot of data uh, as an input. 
So uh, my first test was like I did uh, in my mind. I was like I, I'm going all in. So I made the the not the maximum, but yeah, a very large amount of uh, of sample of uh, of 4K uh, images from my uh, video stream, my video clip. And then I used an algorithm to convert all these 360 images. So the equi rectangular uh, rendering of these, I converted them, them to uh, normal pictures. Uh, so from each picture of the video, I got eight different pictures of this. Uh, so it's like a, a cube map or so a rendering. And those I converted them with call map uh, to get the the points of interest and uh, the position of the uh, virtual cameras. And then I tried to train uh, the Gaussian selecting algorithm, um, the artificial intelligence one. And the main issue I got is that uh, every time I got a memory shortage, well, uh, I didn't have any enough memory for 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 it to do so. Just uh, for you to know, uh, my first sample was like eight thousand picture. Then I went to two thousand eight eight hundred, and finally for my laptop, I discovered that I can't go much higher than three hundred. Uh, it should. It must be the, 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 the limit. So this is, uh, I, I could have, uh, I, I guess if I had a bigger computer at some point, I could have done a better result for this, uh, given that you, you have two main way of uh, teaching your, uh, your AI. Uh, you have the 7,000K and the 30,000K. This is the number of iteration. And for this one, uh, if I wanted to do the 3000K, it would have taken me like 68 hours of training. And for the 7K, it took me about 40, uh, 24 hours. So uh, also this is a, a very greedy <laughs> algorithm and uh, you have to, so. I, I hope the uh, my uh, electrical bill won't be too too high for this, <laughs> because he, yeah, it run it run it run uh, days and night. Um, so I guess the 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 result for this is not as beautiful or perfect as we've seen on uh, other uh, streamers or podcasts as well. But given this the, the situation. Uh, if we compare it to 3D, classic 3D scan, I, I think it's way better. And if it's compared to Nerf, uh, Nerf is not real time. And I'm not sure I would have got this kind of result as well. So uh, basically, the, 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 the experience is, is good, especially when you are seeing the trees and so on. The 360 video advantage is that you, you will you are getting the whole environment all at once. You, it's very easy to capture. You don't have to move around your cameras for hours or at least a, a long, a very long time to get all the, the different angles. So uh, the, efficiency, the efficiency is here. However, yeah, the quality is not 
because you have a large amount of data and you are limited uh, by your computational power. So this is the first sample I have. I have, an, I have another one. I tried something different. So what are your uh, feedback or what, what, your, uh, what, what do you think of this, uh, Fabien? Well, it's, uh, it's very interesting to see your feedback and um, to, to hear that it, it indeed takes a lot of memory and time um, to try that. One question I have is, how did you uh, remove yourself from the video? Did you hold the 360 yeah. and, uh, I had a, yeah, I had a, a selfie stick and I put the camera just on top of my head and by, the, by design, <laughs> if I can say, the, the fact that the, the 360 cameras is, is not filming great uh, at the bottom and the top. Uh, well, I am completely erased from uh, every shot. So that is, that okay. is very cool. Uh, cool. And I, I guess so that the, the fact that, uh, you know, when it's doing the matching points between all the, the features as well, as I may have been maybe some arm or foot or uh, parts of me in the picture by doing the matching points, uh, this is erased mm -hmm. at some point because it's not there in every image. Yeah. Each image. Okay. So that's it for cool. this one. Uh, just let me... Uh, switch back there from the other. Uh, so just for an introduction, the other one uh, was done with the classic cameras, so 8K, 8K pictures, uh, and this is uh, the. I, I would mention it's not a scan, but <laughs> it's a, a 3D scan of uh, uh, like just a, a telephone. This is some old data I got. Uh, from previous uh, uh, photogrammetric uh, work. Uh, so let me uh, launch this. Okay. And share here. Okay. And there. So you should be seeing a telephone right now. And so this is a 3D rendering uh, where we, we move uh, just for the bit. So you can see this is a splatting <laughs> uh, algorithm because it's not the pictures. And you can see that it's, for my part, I've never seen something like this uh, in Nerf or, or 3D scan. So very, very, very impressing uh, this. So uh, just for, for some data, I just have 150 pictures for this. So I took them all around uh the the telephone on the table you can see that you can read the text like quite easily in this so 
it works with classical well with normal pictures uh it's to my point it's less uh complicated to get a, a good result than uh with the classic three scans when you just you, you really have to to manage your input data if you want some very uh good uh point cloud uh this is not the case here i guess i could have taken like pictures all around and uh, it would have uh, gotten me a, a good result as well uh, which is very interesting to see is that um, the algorithm is providing a, a point cloud so it's a dot .ply and I try to visualize it in mesh um, in mesh lab and yeah the point blank the point cloud is not that dense or precise and if I wanted to use this point cloud for 3D scan or uh, photogrammetric algorithm, it would have been a mess. I would have, it would have, yeah, uh, I wouldn't have gotten anything from this. And it's very impressive to see that from a very few point clouds found, found point, uh, it can get this kind of result. So it's real time. Uh, the next steps, maybe for next week, will be to see how it works in VR. Um, I do other tests as well with the 360 cameras, know, knowing that my limit is now 300 pictures uh, to, to get maybe smaller rooms or uh, for, for my use cases, if, if I can capture a high quality, like small to medium rooms with this, it, it would be a game changer for, for a lot of my work. Okay, that's 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 indeed really um, the quality is really impressive. Um, have you uh, heard or seen any uh, way to have animations or like using a video instead of um, image? Oh, uh, well, as an input, you you, you say? Uh, actually, both is can you use a video as an input, or ca can it output an animation like someone moving or? Yeah, you uh, like in the Nerf one, you can. Uh, I've seen people doing this uh, because it's real time, so it's just a, a screen capture at some point of your uh, movement or uh, your keys that you are placing in the in the in the three D rendering. And uh, for video as an input, yes, uh, because this is what I did for the 360 one. Uh, basically, it's taking your your video and uh, rendering it as images. Uh, you just have to specify the frame per second. Uh, so, um, as I said, for the 360 uh, input, I had to do like two frames per second uh, because it, as I said, it's two frames per second for one minute and then multiplied by eight. So it, it grows very, very fast. Uh, so it, the 361 is a good way of getting the whole environment very quickly uh, because you just have to move around your cameras and you're, you've got all the angles. Uh, however, yeah, you, you have to, to, to have a, a very huge uh, computer to do so. Uh, when I'm seeing the, the other example that we, we presented last week, uh, I guess they have I, I just working on laptops, so at some point it's uh, a limitation that is made by the the, the hardware. However, as I have a RTX uh, thirty eighty, which is not that bad, 
so on this, yeah, I didn't mention for this rendering with 150 uh, picture, it took about 30 minutes, uh, the whole process. So you can see that when the, 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 the data set is small or manageable, it's, it's a very quick uh, way of getting the, your 3D rendering. However, yeah, the 361, as there are lots of cameras and lots of uh, matching point as well, uh, the algorithm is, is taking ages to, to render. So I'm very curious to, to, to master this, <laughs> to, to know how to master this, to know how people got their uh, very, very beautiful shots that they got uh, and they're showcasing right now on YouTube, uh, especially the 360 uh, uh, capture with the Insta, Insta 360 cameras that are 8K or 4K for, as, uh, uh, for some of them. Uh, I'm very curious to know how they managed to got to get this kind of quality. We know that it's possible with a small amount of data, so uh, I'm now have to try it on a larger one and try to master the 360 uh, capture. So lots of uh, very interesting uh, innovation here. Uh, for me, I, I consider it yeah, it's a very big step. N not maybe not an, uh, a revolution as some, as some is uh, are talking about. It's a very, very uh, big step towards, um, yeah, a quick and efficient way of getting 3D environment. Uh, now we have to, to know what we can do with this. Uh, we we kind of see the limitation with uh, the time of computation and the number of input data we get that you can use depending on the Computer, uh, computer you're using, uh, so this is one uh, one limitation for I, I think. But yeah, compared to what we had before, the volumetric or three D classical three D scan or even the NERF, it's a big big step forward. One 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 last question is you. So you mentioned uh, about the training process that is quite heavy. Um, what about the rendering itself? Um, is it something that can run on a standard device yeah. or, yeah? Yeah, yeah, no, like here on my, I, on my laptop, I have all the, the video <laughs> running at the same time. Uh, well, the, the laptop is, uh, is blowing <laughs> a lot of uh, air right now, but no, no, the, the rendering itself is very, very efficient. I'm very surprised by it as well. Uh, so, so the main issue here is not the is not the the, the rendering itself. Uh, I'm curious to see how it uh, it is managed in Unity as well. Uh, this is the next step uh, for me to to get it to into VR. But um, now the the rendering is a the, the easiest part <laughs> uh, here. This is uh, mainly the training one and the limitation. Uh, uh, of your uh, graphical card memory uh, because I've, uh, I have 16 gig and uh, yeah, it, it reaches it very, very quickly. One, one thing that is uh, uh, very interesting is that it computes the uh, memory needs at the start of the algorithm. So you don't have to wait like 
60 hours or also to know that you would be reaching <laughs> it would have been a mess <laughs> to be honest uh, uh you let your algorithm run for hours and hours and at some point it just crash i, I never had any crash here it is there are a lot of messages uh that are uh, giving you intel of what is going on so you know basically the number of hours that is uh, it, it would be taking and the numbers of hours that will be that is uh, still ongoing. So very interesting to see those feedbacks. I, I really, really uh, appreciated it. Uh, on the other, yeah, another piece of information is that it's really not user friendly at this point. You have to, a lot of different uh, add-on and uh, parts to, to make it work all together. Uh, it's all in prompt. So maybe uh, if someone wants to to create some, yeah, user interface, it could be done very easily. Uh, but right now it's not the case. I had the chance to to have all these uh, different modules already installed uh, from my previous Nerf experiences. Uh, so I already I already get the CUDA, Anaconda, and uh, Call Maps, and uh, all those uh, different um, uh, plugins. And, uh, and piece of pieces of software, so it took me not that much uh, time to to get it running. Uh, yeah, basically it's the same workflow as the Nerf one, but with more information, it's you you have more uh, control of what you are doing, so it's very uh, enjoyable, and the result is better. <laughs> you can move around, uh, you can uh, see the the, the, the great results uh, there. Cool. Nice. Uh, here. So yeah. So do, do you have any more things I would like to discuss about this Gaussian splitting? I guess it will be an ongoing topics for the following weeks because of that. Yeah, I'm very interested to see and uh, what you can do and how it can be used on a professional uh, way. Uh, especially, can you take measures? Uh, how you can work with collision? I, I know that you can have some. Uh, can you have like a very low quality or low poly mesh that can you put that you can put around? Uh, mm. Yeah, all these kind of uh, technical uh, things I would like to to exploit to explore. Yeah, and uh, how it will compete with the. Apple Vision 